0: Thank you. Praise the Lord, this is Brother Julius, i you with me again. We are going through the Gospel of John, chapter 1 is where we are at. And we went as far as talking about the Lord Jesus Christ being the light of the world. And then we are now in verse 19, we are a Apostle John, is going to go back to the witness of John the Baptist. About the Lord Jesus Christ. And if you... Once you go back and read and listen to the first part of John chapter 1 that we discussed, we talk a lot about whom the Lord Jesus Christ is. Now let's continue from verse 19. And this is the record of John. That's John the Baptist. When the Jews sent priests and Levites unto him from Jerusalem to ask him, Who art thou? You know, like, like I said in the last chapter, I said the Jews were expecting a Messiah. They were expecting that this Messiah is going to be son of David. And in their understanding, their interpretation was that this son of David was going to drive away the Roman Empire and become the king, which is a political Messiah. They were looking for a political Messiah. Jesus Christ did not come as a political Messiah. He came as a spiritual Messiah to save mankind, not just the Jews from their sins. But the Jews of that generation are their theology mixed up. So when the apostles were preaching to the Gentiles, they thought that ought not to be the not even go and be preaching to the Gentiles. For they thought, God is for Israel alone. So that was some of their mistakes. Anyway, let's continue. The Apostle John, now writing this gospel, talk about John the Baptist bearing witness to Jesus. I said, The Jews, they sent and the Levites, the priests, they sent the priests and the Levites from Jerusalem to go ask him because that was new to them in that generation also. When John the Baptist started preaching about and telling them to come and be baptized in water for the removal of their sins that the Messiah is about to appear it was new to them saying for, for many years hundreds of years really they had no major prophet that is bold enough to say he was the prophet God has some prophets not have, but they are not just bold enough to say they are major prophets and declaring things like John the Baptist come like that from the wilderness and calling attention to everybody so that attention grabbing made them say, Well, is this the Messiah we have been waiting for? Let's go ask him. Lord, the <coughs> <coughs> they say, Who are thou? Verse 20 says, And he confessed and denied not, but confess, I am not the Christ. See, I'm not the Christ. And they ask him, What then? Art thou elias?" Because they also knew from the prophets Zechariah in the book of Zechariah. Or is it Malachi? He said, I will send to you Elijah the prophet first before the day of the great day of the Lord. So he said, Maybe it's the Elijah, Elijah, as you come before the great of the Lord. So are I, I, that, that Elijah? And he said, I am not. And then he said, well, what about that prophet that Moses said, another prophet God will send to you? he said, Are that a prophet? And the answer said, No. So those are the character they were expecting the messiah or Elias or another prophet Moses said it will be a prophet so they were just not really sure who even the messiah will be but they knew that those are prophesied in the books that somebody will be Elias will come back or another prophet or the messiah so when they saw john the baptist doing calling attention people to come and, come and baptize and the whole crowd of the Jews are running there to go and baptize the priest got concerned. Is he the one we are waiting for? And he said, they asked him those He say, no, I'm not. Then they said unto him, verse 22. Who art thou that we may give an answer to them that sent us? Went, what do you say of thyself? What says thou of thyself? Verse 22. And anyone that God sent on an errand, especially in that generation before Christ, they know if God sent them, really, God always talked to them. They knew they were, what, what they are fulfilling. Are you just a prophet trying to teach people, or God really talked to you? That's really that prophet. If God talked to you, God doesn't just send somebody that does not know who, who, who is even we that are preaching the gospel. God, so God talked to me to do what I'm doing like this. As a believer, I'm a born again believer. Then He told me to be preaching, not, not just pick it up because I want to do something. See, God always manifests to those whom He's sending us specifically, so that they know whom they are to give them more boldness also. If God talks to you, then you, give, you get more boldness. Many of these evangelists that you here in the, in the years come by that go about evangelizing nations, they heard from God. They're not just Christians. They heard from God. That is God called them to the ministry and they are sure God called them to go and do what they were doing. And that was what gave them the confidence and the boldness to go. So what I'm saying is that John the Baptist also heard from God. But God will tell him, God tells them what they are fulfilling. Are you just evangelists? Are you just going teach? He, he has given, like in our own generation in the Christian world, the logic has given a general charge to everybody. You are all to be witness of me. We all are witness of Jesus. Every believer is a witness of Jesus. Just tell the people what Christ has done for you. But then he calls some specifically them ministries. That's what we are talking about. He gives some to our, some apostles. You see that in Ephesians chapter 4. He said, after he ascended up there, he led captivity and gave gifts unto men, offices. Some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers. That is what I'm talking about. That when God called them from among believers and sent them out to do to be like this, to be like that, they know God called them. So that's why they are confident to be able to do what they are doing. So that's what they are asking apostles, and what they were asking John the Baptist, who are you then? What do you say about yourself? And this is what he answered. Verse 23. He said, I am the voice of one crying in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord, as said the prophet Isaiah. So they can go back and look at the prophets and say, well did yes, I say that? And they couldn't have figured out one of that. Well, I said, Make way the, the voice crying in the wilderness, make way the straight of the Lord, the way of the Lord. Make straight the way of the Lord. They will have said, well, it Was that prophesying of a prophet? The not figure because that just looked like an ordinary sentence. Make straight the way of the Lord. Every mountain shall be filled. Where he said, That's what he's proclaiming. That's what Apostle the Baptist said, That's what I'm proclaiming. So that means God told him that you are proclaiming that. God didn't tell him more than that. Go and make straight the way of the Lord. And then God told him that I'm going to you are the one that's going to point to point out who the Messiah is to them. Because he told, them, he told them that later in this, in this chapter. But what he told this Levites is that, God, that he was the voice crying in the wilderness, make straight the way of the Lord that Isaiah prophesied. And they which were sent, were of the Pharisees. And they asked him and said unto him, Why baptize thou there, if thou be not that Christ, nor Elias, neither that prophet? That is those three that you are waiting for. Why are you baptizing? What is it baptizing for? You want to find out because that's new to them. And then Apostle John, Abit John the Baptist, answer and said, I baptize with water, but there is standing one among you, whom you know not. He it is who coming after me is preferred before me, whose shoes lashes I am not worried to lose, These things were done in the Betabara beyond Jordan, where John was baptized. Now. That's all that John the Baptist John wrote. But in the other chapters, John the Baptist actually said, this man that is coming after him in Matthew chapter 3, this man that says it's coming after him, we baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. John didn't write that in his own, he just said, there's one that is among you that is before me. And he had just baptized before him. But now in verse 29, let's continue. It's going to tell us more about why he was baptizing he in water this, in this chapter. The next day, Apostle John wrote that this was just the next day after, because these people were following John the Baptist. When he came, these are people that love, they were already Bible scholars. Maybe they are working with some rabbis in some Bible class. So when they saw this John the Baptist, they were paying attention to what he was doing. And so that's why Apostle John was able to remember it was the next day after this Levites came to, to question John the Baptist. It was the next day that Jesus Christ came. He said, the next day John saw Jesus coming unto him and said, Behold the Lamb of God which taketh away the sin of the world. This is he of whom I said, after me cometh a man which is preferred before me for he was before me. And I knew him not. You see, Apostle, John the Baptist said did not know Jesus Christ, who, who is going to be. And that was how the Lord always worked. Remember the story when Jesus when uh, in the in the book of uh, Samuel, first Samuel, when God wanted to uh, appoint David to become the next king of Israel after Saul. David was still a young man. Maybe six, four, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. And he was to be appointed, or maybe younger. He was to be anointed by King, by Samuel to become the next king, by Samuel the prophet. God told Samuel to go to the house of Jesse in Bethlehem. He didn't tell him whom he was going to anoint. He said, yeah, Just call the sons of Jesse to, to the sacrifice. And I will name for you whom you should anoint. That's how God works. God wanted to be like a mystery, even to the prophet. The prophet said, "Well, okay." So he probably went there and said, "Jesse, come for the sacrifice. Bring all your sons." And he, he brought all his seven sons that are all grown-up men. But he asked a little boy, maybe ten year old, twelve year old. But he said, well, he said bring all your sons. they are going to be a sacrifice." They always, they always uh, uh, accept a little baby or a little boy, where you can stay with the sheep. And he went and stayed with the sheep because he loved to be playing. Playing all this up to the little sheep and all the lambs. He loved that. So then he went to the place, and Samuel said, Bring all your son one by one. God told him that I will name the right one to you. He does not ask for the names of all these big men, all these men. He just said, Just send them one by one to me. So he was listening to heaven to hear whomever God spoke and say, His name is Susanzo, anoint him. That's the one is going to anoint. He has his oil. So he saw the first one. He saw the first one was so mighty. This could be a king, alright? can handle King Saul. Maybe he's bulky and fat. He said, oh, yeah, well, the, 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 the choice of the Lord is right before him. He was telling the Lord, this must be your choice, Lord. This strong man. And the Lord said, no, not him. Okay? He said, I've seen, I, I, I don't look like you are looking. I'm looking at the half, not, not the face, not the size, not the shape. Okay, he said, bring the next one. Not this one. brought the next one the next one the next one all the seven she somebody started scratching he said have i made a mistake eh? are these all your sons and god didn't choose any of these ones god said i will name him for you he didn't name any of this one and he didn't ask for what's the name of this one to from their father. no he just said just bring one by one god will name the fellow to me and then all the seven went said Come on, well, are these all your sons? Then Jesse remember, Oh, yeah, I have a little baby boy. He's in the field with the sheep. Well, go bring him because we're we going to go to wait and wait until he come. So they ran to somebody, Bring him. They were just like a maybe 13, 12 year old. And goes, That's him, David the king. <sighs> you can, somebody will be surprised. A little boy. <laughs> well, we need a king right now to overthrow King Saul. A little boy, well, so you're we not telling him. That was how God appraised. God will tell you, go and do something, but he won't tell you the detail. That was how he chose David, because God has a plan of 40 years to come. So. And that was just an example. The same story is what John the Baptist was saying. He said, I don't know this man, but God told him that, you just go and be baptizing. When the man comes forward, I will show you who the man is. And this is what he was saying. Verse 31, read John chapter 1 verse 31. Uh, John the Baptist was saying, I knew him not, but that he should be made manifest to Israel, so that I can point him out to Israel. Therefore, I might come baptizing with water. Verse 32 says, and John Be was saying, I saw the spirit descending from heaven like a dove, and it abode upon him. Verse 33, and I knew him not. He says it again to everybody that listening that by the water So I don't know the man, but he that sent me to baptize with water. same said unto me upon whom thou shalt see the spirit descending and remaining on him the same is he which baptized with the Holy Ghost and I saw and bear record that this is the Son of God we were looking at him and this is the Son of God everybody listen this is the Son of God but he said the Son of God knew himself but he said you can know whom you are but with the people believe you if you tell them you think you are proud also so he appointed somebody to point him out and when they even point him out, they will be, all are scratching their head. Uh, this, this 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 man that is not even, this skinny man. That's how they will because this guy didn't come like a bulky. If he came like a gladiator, bigger than everybody, stronger than everybody, people will say, "Wow!" They will be afraid of him. I say, "This is the son of God." Everybody will say, "Well, he ought to be the son of God." He didn't know. Look at him; he's mighty. No, God does not come like a mighty warrior, physically powerful, with strong muscles and a hefty weight lifter. Taller than everybody else, seven feet tall, with muscles that can crush it No. He comes like a young man, six feet tall, thinning, like my, my almost like my stature, 170 pounds or 165 pounds. People will say, How can this one be son of God, powerful like that? As you are talking about, it's not going to use physical muscle, it's potential muscle, it's what Jesus Christ was going to use. See? So that was why. He couldn't just say I am the Son of God by himself, somebody appointed pointed him out. But he knew who he is, you see. So he said, John the Baptist was saying, I saw and I bear, the God. this is the Son of God, He was pointing to him that everybody will look, this is what I've been talking about. And I'm baptizing here so that you guys can be, can recognize him when I point him out. But even John the Baptist I pointed him out after things get tough with John the Baptist, he was wondering, where is this Son of God? Why didn't he come and help me here? <laughs> When, was, when john baptist was arrested and put in prison and he was thinking this messiah should come and deliver us deliver me deliver me and the messiah didn't show up he sent his servants to say are you the one that you should be waiting for or you are we have to look for somebody else i mean he gets himself begin to get confused i was expecting something like this you know as everybody have expectation don't forget about your expectation just follow the word of god it's like the rapture many people are thinking this way that way about the rapture Many people are thinking this is how it's going to be, thinking this is how it's going to be, so, but God has his own plan. That he has revealed. And we are thinking, we are trying to give meaning, interpretation to what the Bible said, which may not, our well, interpretation may even, be wrong. It may even be wrong. Or we may be expecting it to be this. People have expected when the Y2K occurred, I mean Y2K means the year, year 2000, they say Y2K is coming that place will just be dropping from the sky because of computer failure and so forth. And everybody was imagining things that Christ must come before that time. You see? This burning flame drop from the sky. No, imagination of men. We begin we, we to imagine things with wildfire. And that's how many people we imagine also. The Jews were imagining how the Messiah will come and drive away the Romans. And it didn't come that way. So they were disappointed. So let's forget about our imagination and let's just follow what the Bible says. Simplicity of the word of God is very important for us. Now, I'm, in, I'm going to continue. John chapter 1 that we are reading. We are now in verse 35. Verse 35. Again the next day. After John stood. This is now not by the river. the place where John was standing. And two of his disciples. And looking upon Jesus. As he walked. And he said. Behold, the Lamb of God, I did, I, John, the, John the Baptist was seeing visions. He was seeing visions. Even when Jesus Christ came to the water and he said he saw spirit, the Spirit descend like a dove, he didn't see a physical dove. People think it was a physical dove that he saw. He was seeing a vision with his eyes open, without sleeping. And he saw the dove, the Holy Ghost, coming like a dove. That was what he was seeing. He was seeing visions. And he said, This is the one I'm talking about the people at the river didn't see anything other than John the baptist are baptizing this man and everybody standing But John the baptist was the one that was seeing this vision and was pointing it out to the people so again in another place they say the second day John was reported in second day when John the baptist with two of his disciples were standing maybe somewhere near the market somewhere and he saw Jesus Christ that he just baptized yesterday walking by and he saw the vision again because look how do you know that he recognize the man that he saw yesterday no not maybe he didn't really recognize the man as oh is that not the man that i baptized yesterday he, he saw the vision again he saw the vision again because when he saw a vision it will look like real to you that wow heaven opened again and he saw oh then he recognized that's the man i baptized yesterday also so he saw the vision again that's why he was telling his disciples Say, behold the lamp of god You said what do you mean by the lamp of god god was showing to him that this is the one that is going to be sacrificed for the world so he just why well, he was using the word the lamb of god because they always bring a lamb to the temple for sacrifice but god was portraying the messiah will be a lamb that god is going to sacrifice to the world so he could have seen a figurative something of a rope pulling somebody in the vision like a lamb that's taken for the slaughter and then it's just so that somebody was that looked like a little baby lamb that was being pulled by this rope suddenly so turned to be this man then he said this is the Lamb of God so that was what was we'll seeing, he was we'll seeing a vision that represented a lamb being taken to slaughter by a priest perhaps or just by an invisible rope coming from heaven. and he saw that it was a lamb that was being led by this rope that is coming from heaven. and then suddenly that lamb suddenly turned into a human being and he looked at the human being, it was Jesus that's what he was saying. He was seeing a vision. I'm telling you, it's a vision that he saw. And he said, that was what he saw over there to say he saw a dove. In the vision that came down upon this man and angels, and the, he, he said, he, he that sent me to go and baptize, say, anyone that you see, the spirit landing upon him and resting upon him, that is the one that is going to baptize people with the Holy Spirit. And then the second day he saw the say another vision that said it's a lamb that has been taken to the by the by the rope of God to be sacrificed. In the temple and then this lamb is a human being and you look at the man ah it's the same jesus so he called his disciples this is the lamb of god and they saw him again yeah that's the man that you talked to pointed yesterday and the two disciples heard him speak and they followed jesus but they didn't see anything but they were waiting for this messiah that john the baptist says is coming after him they wanted to follow that messiah if they can know him see and now he said this is him the second time so they say, well, what are we waiting for? Let's follow this man. And the two disciples heard him speak and they followed Jesus. Then Jesus turned and saw them following and said to them, what seek ye? He said is them, rabbi. They know he's rabbi. They call him rabbi master because even though Christ has not started preaching about but because he, maybe he dressed like one of the rabbis. I don't know. Because some rabbis, sometimes they have a way of dressing. It's so not like in some places you see a reverend put a collar upon his neck. Even though he's not preaching about it, but because of that collar, everyone knows he's a reverend also. Maybe they have that way of dressing that make him say a rabbi. Because not that they saw that he has a disciple or he has a, a teacher because he has not started doing anything like that he came for baptism. I don't think they call everyone that comes to baptism a rabbi, no. But they must have seen, maybe Christ, to make them see him as a as a rabbi he put on their uh, type of dress, also. So that's my my thinking. Let's do that with That they call him rabbi. Where which is to say, Master, where dwellest thou? So Christ wanted to make friends with them also. said so, so, okay, come and see. But line, they came and saw where he dwell. You see, these men, they look like a just young men too. they are in their twenties, and the logic was just looking like a young man in his thirties. Nothing. So you can always be friends. Looks like a college, two college, a, a college graduate see a, a college student. And you can always be friends. So that was how Christ away. Well, come and see. And they came and saw where he dwelt. And I bowed with him that day for it was about tenth hour. Tenth hour will be what? Four PM. Yeah. 12 noon is six hours. So just add four more. That'll be four PM, that'll be tenth hour. So that's about four PM when this thing happened. And they started shouting like friends, you no. Know? And logical was telling them more things. Verse 40. One of the two which had John speak and followed him was Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. Andrew became one of the very important apostles. But he was already made himself, he made himself, these people made themselves disciples of John the Baptist. I don't think John the Baptist was choosing people and say, You be my disciple. See, they 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 love the word of God, they were in a class of maybe a rabbinic class and they were waiting for this message and they saw john the baptist they followed moving closer if you call a preacher move closer you are helping him he will make you a, a friend also like i if I, when i was preaching about in nigeria i have a jeep and i'll go about and i preach, pray for some people i preach for them and very soon some of the people that i prayed for they saw me and say well can i come with you well come along because i need somebody to help also so they jumped into my jeep and now we have to go to a village because they some of them are even married, just told their wife I'm going to with Brad Julius uh, to preach and they, and I was not even married then and they followed me so they became almost like this disciples they made themselves disciples I didn't call them but I pray for them when I preached to many many people I pray for many people too but these people have time and are interested to help so and they wanted to also do some preaching so they followed me very soon I have two people following me every time I want to preach if I'm going about to say well we'll go with you if it's a weekend you just go with me sometimes we we'll go Saturday morning and we'll come back Saturday evening so those are people that make themselves disciples. that's how these people also make themselves disciples of John the Baptist so if you really serious you make yourself disciple of Christ also by doing by helping you start by helping they are just started by helping here they follow up John the Baptist so what help does he need well even just to line them up at the water you know, see it's a help because you don't want four people coming to the water and you don't know which next. No, just, these people just say, We'll we be like a disciple. So you, you next, you next, you next. So they become like a disciple. So they help him to set things in order. And Andrew was very good in that. You see that in many of his stories of Andrew. He was the one they always come to and say, We need something. Andrew said, well, I get it. So that is what you see that these people made themselves John the Baptist disciple. And when John the Baptist pointed out the Messiah, they ran after him. They made themselves disciples of Jesus Christ also and so Andrew saw went the second day he went and called his brother Simon Peter first verse 41 he first finded his own brother Simon and said unto him we have found the messiah which is being interpreted in Christ well which means Simon Peter also knew that they were all looking for messiah but he was elderly older than Andrew so perhaps he was too busy fishing but Andrew had time to get out and go look for follow john the baptist around so and then you come back and tell his brother what he, what what he, uh, peter, what uh, john the baptist said now john the baptist told them this is the messiah and the time they said we found him so some peter would like to know who is who is this person and he brought him to jesus Verse 42 42 and he brought him to jesus and when jesus beheld him he said thou Simon the son of Jonah thou shalt be called Sivas. that was where the first place where the Lord gave names he didn't give any name to Andrew you see now he gave name to Simon because he's just naming them according to their character that he could see that was what the name is all about he could see their character even before he knew them he knew who they are who, what they would be he said you are going to be Sivers, Sivers means stone. You'll be solid like a rock. That's what you be solid. We were even change to Peter. Sivers means a small stone. Peter means a rock. So it started by saying you are like a stone, strong. Now Peter will have said, "Well, yeah. I, when I make up my mind, I'm strong yeah. So that's the character. Then when the when the another time when uh, John, uh, Simon Peter mentioned that Thou are the Christ, confessing Christ, he said, "Well, Thou are the rock now. You're changing from." a stone to a rock that cannot be moved so that was Christ giving name according to the character of these disciples that he wanted to just he didn't give name to every one of them but he gave name to Peter that one call him, call him Saviour, and exchange it to Peter so that Peter a rock then he gave the names to the sons of Zebedee for a purpose also because he knew their character and when he named them right before the character manifested, he already named them. He said, "They are the sons of." He said, "You are boanages, the sons of thunder." And what that means, sons of thunder, because they were so so bold to ask Jesus, Christ, let's call fire like Elijah did to destroy this village," and that's why Christ They Sons of thunder, indeed. <laughs> they want to, they want thunder and lightning to come down, and that's why many of us are like that, trying to say we want the power of God that we that we destroy enemies so god said hey this is a different spirit i come to save mankind not to destroy them so that was telling giving them names according to the character he already saw in them because god can see who you are even though you don't know who you are god saw your character your 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 behavior that you those, you yourself don't know and that's what he was used to call to change their names there. now verse 43 let's continue the day following now this is how the apostle the disciples this is very important because the disciples were calling one another that were formerly friends because they were like bible students together and if you are bible students together you're all waiting for this thing and you saw it first you call a friend we found it we found it even the scientists do the same thing eh? let's say there are a class of scientists and they are doing some experiment and these people are doing experiment they are doing the research Well, these two kids discover this thing like their research and they just jubilating. also they call have we got it we got it we got it what come and see that was the same thing that was happening here it's similar only at this time it's not a scientific discovery this time it is what they were waiting for this time this is what they were waiting for the messiah and now they found him calling one another we found him we found who the messiah and show it to me. So that's what they were doing. This is what Apostle John was reporting. See, Apostle John was one of them. That was why he was able to report it. You didn't see this in Matthew, Mark, Mark, or Luke, because many of them were not there when that started. But see, John, the son of Zebedee, he was there at the beginning. Because when Jesus got called them when this thing began to happen, they were with their father fishermen, and Jesus Christ went to the fisher, the, the lakeside, calling the fishermen, and that's where they were the first batch of people that started following and they started calling their friends so he was going to tell us about another, another disciple that called his own friend and said come and see in verse 43 the day following jesus will go forth into galilee and find a philip and said unto him follow me so jesus guys saw philip and said follow me so jesus guys knew whom he was calling you can see philip was probably one of those and uh, did not know those who are in those rabbinic classes because they they have desire to know more so the lord knew them. He, he saw philip he said follow me and philip verse 44 said, and now philip was of Bethsaida now you see they are in the same town the city of Andrew and Peter so because they are in the same town they know one another they know what they have been waiting for they were talking back and forth one another about this messiah and the rabbis, the rabbis taught us this that was how they knew one another when they found him they are calling one another Philip findeth Nathanael and said to him we have found him or whom Moses in the law and the prophets did write Jesus of Nazareth the son of Joseph he thought he was the son of Joseph because well, that's what they knew the son of Joseph Joseph in Nazareth yeah and Nathanael said to him can there any good thing come out of Nazareth that was just what built Nazareth Nazareth that small village or town why is it not from Kala, Kapanam or that big city there? So he was of the mindset that uh, it, is, it, is, uh, it has to do with city or something. Awesome. So he thought, Can any good thing come out of Nazareth? Philip asked Nazareth. He said, yeah, Come and see. You come and see. Okay, so he followed Philip. But for Jesus saw Nathanael coming to him and said to him, Behold, an Israelite indeed. In whom is no guy. So the logical actor praised Nathaniel. That oh you have no guy, you're always straightforward. That's telling the character of Natalia. And Natalia realizes, well, I've never met you before, Do you know that? <laughs> so Natalia said to him, When no doubt me. That's what Natalia wants to find out. Because Jessica was telling Nathaniel his lifestyle, his character. Just like I say, he knew Peter and said, You are a stone. Story like a stone. And Peter later turned to a rock from a stone to a rock means it really is much more solid than a stone bigger than a stone now Natalie, in his own case said, well you Natalie, you have no guide I mean you are straightforward you're like an Israelite that you always tell the facts no guide in you I say well how do you know me I know I met you before and then Jesus gave him something that blew his mind away before that philip called thee when thou was under the fig tree i saw thee that blew his mind off because maybe that fig tree was way in the jungle over there maybe Nathanael always go there to meditate to pray and he thought how can you see me from three miles away when i just came out of that place You saw you saw me from "Ah! how can you see me under that fig tree from here that was what blew Nathanael's mind away i said what rabbi thou art the son of God you must be seeing visions so. thou are the king of heaven actually philip has told him this is the Messiah also he was still skeptical somebody from Nazareth uh, but now he saw him told him his character and told him i have seen you under the tree. you must have been seeing visions how can you see me under the tree? i always go there only by myself and nobody knew that i will be there this time and you said you saw me before Philip called me. So that was what blew Natalie's mind. said, Thou art a king of Israel that we have been waiting for indeed. He quickly believed. And you had the message. And Jesus Christ smiled and said, Jesus answered and said to him, Because I said unto thee, I saw thee under the fig tree. thou? Thou shalt see greater things than this. And now God was, the logic was going to tell him something that nobody recorded, but it must have happened because what he said in this verse, was perhaps telling Natalia a vision that Natalia will see later, look at what he said. and Jesus said to me verily verily I said to you hereafter means after today ye shall see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the son of man that was that was not the when Natalia saw that vision that's a vision he said you see heaven open means that you have you'll a vision and how can anybody tell you the dream you are going to see unless like is God? Almost like what happened to Daniel in the days of Daniel also. Nebuchadnezzar had a dream and forgot about it. And he wanted to kill people that will not tell him the dream. And then he said, let's cry unto the God of heaven who can reveal secrets. And God revealed it to Daniel. And Daniel came back and told Nebuchadnezzar. And make the. like I said, well, your God must be a, a God of secrets then. And fell down worship. So it's not, I'm not bigger than any man, I'm just, because God doesn't want you to kill all these wise men. And God wants you to know what you are dreaming about. So that was how Daniel handled that. But say so the Messiah, God himself in being, could tell the dream that Natalie will see some years later, some days later, some weeks later. And because God can give him that dream. And he so said, you will see heaven open and you will see angels. Ascending and descending upon the Son of Man is Him. He is the he is the that means he is the what he is the conduit to heaven? That's what He's saying. That vision will will prove to Nathaniel that Jesus Christ is the conduit pipeline to heaven. Where angels are coming and descending. Also, and almost like what uh, Jacob saw. Jacob said he was in a dream and he saw that where he was sitting there was a ladder that went all the way to heaven, and angels were coming up and down. And he said that place must be. It's a place where God will dwell. So he said, this is the house of God. He called it Bethel. Just because of his dream, where he saw the same type of thing. But Jesus Christ was saying that this time, the angels will be ascend and descend upon him, upon the Son of Man. That is, he is the conduit to heaven. That's what it means. He's the ladder. You want to get to heaven? Come to Jesus. Angels are going back and forth. From the Son of God to heaven, back and forth. So that was what the Lord was telling Natalia like, that you're yeah, going to see that vision. Now nobody recorded what whether Natalia saw it later, because Natalia was not a a reporter of the maybe if he was writing his whole story, he would have told that story in another book, which we don't have. But I will continue this in the next broadcast. And I know that the Lord is blessing and he will bless your heart. We continue this in the next broadcast. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah.